this um, teaching today. And by the grace of God, next week we shall continue in a full teaching. We just completed the teaching, Winning Prayers, where we discuss the fundamentals of prayers, prayer principles, condition for answer prayers, type of prayers. And I believe that we understand prayer by now. And by the grace of Almighty God, we are deliberately and intentionally going to start a fresh topic that says the believer's authority. Let us open our Bible to the book of Luke chapter 10 and verse 19. Behold, I gave unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and over all the powers of the enemies. I gave and you nothing, power and nothing shall by any means shall by any means hurt you. you. Thank you. I gave you power to trample over every power of the enemies and nothing by any means ought you. Hallelujah. The first thing I want us to discover from that scripture is that as believer in Christ, you have an enemy. I want you to follow me precept by precept. You have an enemy. And that is the reason why Jesus gives you authority to trample over that enemy. Hallelujah. You know, I said I want to do introduction and introduction is like the foundation. And if you didn't get the foundation right, it will be difficult to build on it. Hallelujah. So I'll be taking a lot of time laying the foundation. So that when we start building on it, it will make a whole sense to you. And may I say this before I move further? That I will encourage you not to miss any of this teaching series in this subject. Don't miss any of the teaching series. Because everything that we'll be talking about here is fundamental to your daily living. Is fundamental to your Christian living. Because a soldier without authority is not less than a civilian. Are you hearing me? A soldier without authority. If you are a soldier and your authority is withdrawn from you, you are not less than a civilian. And because you are a civilian, several embarrassments will be coming your direction because there is no authority 
to resist those embarrassment and harassment from the kingdom of darkness. Hallelujah. But if you understand that you are a soldier and you have authority, full authority, then it becomes easy for you to resist every harassment from darkness. We just pray the prayer. Satan is going about harassing believers, harassing homes of believers, harassing finances of believers, harassing um, health of believers. Because we cease to acknowledge and recognize the authority that we have as a believer. I'm not only acknowledging it or knowing it, but also because we don't know how to apply or appropriate the authority that we have in Christ Jesus. Amen. And those are the things that will be unveiling in this teaching series and many more. The Lord grant you understanding. Open your eyes of understanding to grab this teaching and to live by it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. See, some of us that have not acknowledged that we have authority and maybe we don't know the capacity of the authority that we carry, we will understand it in this teaching. And maybe some of us that Satan has been arousing in any area, any facet, any department of our life, after this teaching, even as we continue with this teaching, you will go back, you know, and resist the devil. Because the Yoruba will say, What it means is, if your hand, if you have not laid your hand on a sword, you don't ask who killed your father. You don't ask who killed your father. Because the people that kill your father, they are not ordinary people. They are people with power, demonic power, or with uh, physical power. Let us put it that way. Demonic or physical power. But the moment you could lay your hand on sword, then you can ask. I say, who killed my father? Then everybody begins to, to shake. Maybe some of us watch an incident that happened uh, between a civilian and a soldier one time on Facebook. The soldier was brutalizing and arousing a civilian. And at a point in time, the civilian could lay hands on a machete. How many of us watch that? Yes. That civilian lay hand on the machete just by chance. He didn't even know the machete was there. But by chance, he just saw the machete and wow. And he lay hands on the machete. Then the soldier picked race. Yes, you watch it now. You watch it. The soldier pick race and the civilian begin to run after the soldier because he could lay his hand on a weapon. 
So believers will have weapon. We have authority. The authority is from the Greek word exousia. Exousia. And it could mean right. It could mean power. So when you lay your hands or you recognize the exousia that you have, you begin to stand tall. Even you want to enter into the camp of your enemy and say, enough is enough. So there is someone here this morning as you follow through in the teaching series on believers' authority. I pray that you will lay hold of the authority that you have in Christ Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In that book of Luke chapter 10 and verse 19 that we read, Jesus gives us his authority because he is aware there is an enemy that we need to confront. We are confronting the enemy not because the enemy has the power to defeat us or not because we can lose the fight but because Jesus won the fight for us on the cross of Calvary. By his blood, by his sufferings, he won the fight for us. So what we are doing, we are not fighting to uh, win or lose, but we are fighting from the position of victory. We are standing in God. We are not losing God. So that this our enemy will not penetrate into us. I'm going to show you scriptures of what I'm saying in a short while. So we are standing firm. So that this our adversary, who is the devil, because we have only one adversary as believers, so that he will not penetrate us. When we lose God. So that it will not penetrate us. By our ignorance. Amen. I want the church to say a better amen. In the book of First Peter chapter 2 and verse 8. What we are looking at right now. Is the fact that we want to establish the fact that we have an adversary. And I said that Jesus gives us authority because he knew that we have an adversary. And that our adversary is the devil. So in the book of 1 Peter 2 verse 8, the Bible says, Be sober, be vigilant. Let me um, give you the understanding of these two words as said by the Bible. To be sober means to be self-disciplined. That is the biblical understanding of the sober as used in First Peter chapter 2 and verse 8. 
Are we together in the house? Five, five eight, right? Praise God. Thank you so much. It says, be sober. In other words, be disciplined. Be self-controlled. Do not be foolish. That is the meaning. Be disciplined. Be self-controlled. Do not be foolish. And when we talk of be vigilant, it means to be at alert. To be at alert spiritually. To avoid the pitfall of darkness. To stay awakening. That is the vigilance there. Amen. So let us read it through. It says, be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil. Can you see that? Your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Walking about. So his walk, his walk, is waka waka. Can you see that? Your adversary, his walk is waka waka. Bible establishes again in the book of Job. It says, where thou comest from? It says, from to and fro in the world. Can you see that? And that scripture we just read now established it that is walking about with a purpose. Satan is not purposeless. Are you hearing me? Satan is not careless. As most believers are. And that is the reason why the Bible is giving us warning that we should be sober. We should be self-controlled. We should not be foolish. Because a foolish man is careless. A foolish man does not embrace wisdom. When he's instructed that he should not be loose guard, when he is given instruction that he should be vigilant, he should be watchful that the enemy is moving about for his destruction. He doesn't care. The book of John chapter 10 and verse 10, the Bible says that that the devil walks about, walks about, I'm paraphrasing that scripture now, walks about, but he said the thief comment not, can you see? Comment, it means that he's still waka waka. Comment not. He walks towards a believer. So he walks about stealing, killing, and destroying. That is, those are the assignment of the devil. Praise the Lord. And is doing this assignment 
with on purpose and with target. That scripture tells us is target. It says, whom? Whom? Somebody say whom? Say it louder. Say whom? The whom there to destroy? Can we say that whom is um, that am robber, I will robber? Do we say that whom there is the prostitute on the street? Do we say that whom there is that ritualist? So who is that whom? So clear. The reason why the whom is a believer, because I just said that this our adversary that we have walk on purpose. And with target. The reason why we believe that the whom there is the believer in Christ, those that have been saved, those that their spirit man have been recreated, those that have their place of dwelling in Zion. Devil will not want to go after his captive anymore. Because those ones, he have them already in his cage. He's confident that he have them. So his stretch forth his hand and his energy on those that he has not gotten. And those he has not gotten are the believers. So, that tells us that we have an adversary. And that adversary has a purpose and it has a target. And that is why that Bible verse says, be self-controlled. Be self-disciplined. Don't be foolish. Be at alert. Spiritually alert. So that you will not enter into the trap of your adversary, the devil, who is busy walking about, seeking for whom he may destroy, seeking for whom he may steal from, seeking for whom he may kill. Praise God. Let me take you back to where I started from, so that you know that we are, we are teaching of my precepts. I establish to you that Jesus knew where we have adversary. And he gave us exousia, authority, or right, or power. And we are trying to establish now what Christ said. Or the reason why Christ gave us authority. That we have adversary. And that book of First Peter 5, verse 8, is telling us that we have adversary. And it says that our adversary is on purpose. And it has target. Praise God. Let somebody open the Bible to Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10 to 13. We want to also 
um, established further that we have an adversary. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 13. So let me read from here. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Why? Why? Why do we need to be strong in the Lord and the power of his mind? Because we have adversary. Somebody says we have adversary. Somebody said loud and clear, say we have an adversary. It says, put on the old armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wise of the devil. Praise God. Stand against. What does that mean? If you are standing against. As a matter of fact, the Bible makes it so clear in this scripture that the devil is the one we are standing against. We are standing against him. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Can you see that? Against powers. Against the rulers of darkness of this age. Against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take off the old armor of God. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand. To stand means victory. 